Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back to another episode of QMO Pod. Today, we, hold on. We got a homegrown, Phoenix's own, a Phoenix son, Saban Lee. Make some noise. <laughs> yes, sir. Appreciate yes, sir. Yeah. Yes, sir. Welcome, man. Appreciate it. Happy Welcome. Here. We, we don't have to talk to you about the heat. You, you've been knowing. Yeah, I know about it. It's, it's hot this summer, though, for sure. <laughs> Extremely. Yeah. Uh, hey, man, we definitely appreciate you coming on, man, 100%. And also, congratulations on signing your new contract. Uh, it's a lot to, like, dibble-dabble into with your career because you were drafted 38 picks, second round. And we know with the Detroit experience. But, you know, I kind of want to know, you know, as far as you signing the second contract, what were your thought process, you know, going into that free agency period? um yeah it's definitely a i don't know it's definitely a stressful i feel like for anybody i mean unless you know top level dudes all stars mm -hmm. but um it's definitely a stressful um couple months in free agency but definitely being back home able to get that deal done with phoenix um real happy about that um being home with the with the sons being able to see my fam all the time and obviously we have a a high talent level um of players mm -hmm. um especially with the signing of um bill um, and all the other free agents we got, so it's just uh, it's gonna be exciting. Um, no, that's that's the big man. Yeah, you talking mm -hmm. about talent? Yeah. That that stat. roster. Shoot. So when you think about it, we like almost got like a, an all star starting lineup almost straight yeah. up. Like, for man. real, it's crazy to think, but it's a, it's a lot absolutely. Of we had a conversation like between the guys. Uh, you know, me being the diehard Suns fan, I'm always patient with it. I'm 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 a little older. I've seen the the good and the. You know the years where we were. Wait, talking about how games. you? Sorry, Q. How you think he is? How old do I think he is? Yeah. That's a crazy statement. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, we've been, do no, we, we've been doing, doing, doing this, this game, for a while. Man. We've been doing this. Game. <laughs> I'll say thirty. Thirty-six. Yeah, he went Dang. up. <laughs> he went up. <laughs> I'm not gonna confirm Yo, or deny. He on went up. It's oh, not yeah. that he went up, but hey, he got he talented. He very see, talented. See, I you, was I was expecting that's a sharpshooter, sharpshooter. So you asked if you would have asked him how old does he look, right? It might have yeah, been yeah, different. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> he said, "How old do you think he is?" But <laughs> he's he, accurate. He was right on the yeah, money. He was, he was definitely right on the money. <laughs> but anyways, so before you, you were really yeah, my bad. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm right. Yeah. Okay. There we go. Right on the dot. I did also tell him. I, I mean, this is the truth. That I've been want. I didn't miss a game, a Suns game for like 19 years. Yeah. It's not gonna be later in my life. It was gonna be earlier. Right. No. All right. I mean, we gonna we gonna get back on this. But to be fair, we was at Hash Kitchen. And shout out to Hash Kitchen, by the way. Yeah. Well, we had asked. One shout of, out to uh, F3, by the way. Too. Oh yeah. Shout out to F3. We asked one of the um, waitresses. Waitresses. And I was oh, like, uh, oh, how do you think? You know we are and she gave you i think 28. i got the oldest every time actually yeah. he got 28 got 27. 27. that's because i don't have a hairline yeah. black don't crack we get it you could have said it black don't crack yeah. Yeah. you know what i mean so you're yeah. trying to be sly about it <laughs> Not yet, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's cool. i'm 24. You know. hey stay forever young you know in your heart definitely that's where it matters got to keep moving true um but yeah the conversation we had at the time was when when Beal got signed was oh man guys were saying the Suns are a super team and I kind of got mad a little bit because I'm like hold on a second hold on hold on we were missing like certain uh a bit of depth right so <clears throat> and there was some other 
things that we want to know. Okay, this is who we have for sure. We got death. We're ready to rock and roll. Yeah. So when everyone was shouting, Aussie, super team, I'm like, you got to wait till the roster fills out. Wait till. I'm hoping it Aussie's is. Aussie's a Lakers fan, so of yeah, course I don't want to hear nothing that. about the Suns from any Laker fans. I'm just gonna put. Yeah, that I'm out a Laker there. fan too, but it's I'm okay. Just saying, but, sorry, Saban. Hey, that's crazy. We got an exception. <laughs> we got yeah, exception crazy. in the building. We still got purple and orange. Honestly, I'm not yeah. even like a diehard. I was just a Kobe fan growing Same. up, so I would have I would have been bandwagon wherever he went. I would have been a fan of. So, I respect that. Yeah, that's what it is. But now after the roster filled out, crazy shooters. You know, we got you. I, I, I'm gonna call you Baby Westbrook. So <laughs> because you people sleep on his ability to jump and his, your athleticism, yeah. crazy. Super I was my crazy. favorite player growing up. It was it? Yeah. Hell yeah. It's crazy. When I was little, I used to have like um, you know, like the fat heads? Yeah. I used to have fat head um <laughs> up in my crib. So yeah, in my room. But your demeanor is always consummating professionalism. I feel like you never get too high or too low. For sure, yeah. Like I see you just dunk on that Boston game, the ball came through, he got it. You just went right through yeah. in the middle. I'm like, oh, Boom! Yeah. Two handed. Yeah, you can see his facial expression like he was about to like mess the rim up yeah. when they slow mode him. I had ill intention for sure. Ill yeah. intention. And then the hang too. He said, like "Yeah, this. it's funny." Money, money always told me he was like, "Man, I was happy for you, but then when you was hanging on the rim, I was like, nah, you need to get down.' Yeah. He said, you're doing too. Don't overdo it now.' Yeah. <laughs> so it's funny. Didn't want you to get a tech. Yeah, <laughs> two, two hands for safety and boom, boom yeah, sauce. Yeah. Speaking of Westbrook, um, did you have any experiences? Playing against him, talking to him, and what was that like for someone, you know, that you looked up to growing up? Yeah, so it was crazy. Um, obviously, he was my favorite player growing up. Um, watched him in OKC all the time. And when I was in Detroit my rookie year, my obviously there was injury, um, people sitting out. And my first couple starts, I got to play against him. So it was crazy. Like, my first couple starts was Westbrook, K, uh, Kyrie, Dane. Oh, my God. And like oh, Steph. So it was dang. like. A stretch of games where it's like, man, you got a long week. Yeah, yeah, it was a long week for sure. <laughs> but um, being to play against him, see how he moves. Um, because obviously I feel like I'm fast. I feel like I'm athletic, but obviously you know like compare and and see it live. Um, it was definitely cool. Um, and just like talking with him during the game. Um, not like friendly conversation, but you know just getting after it. Um, but it, it was definitely cool. You uh, did you like? I don't want to say fangirl or anything like that off of like or being starstruck being in front of him because like you've heard the stories where a player will go who was it that went to kg and k uh he's yeah. all like oh i watched you growing it was, up uh, Jackie no no yeah, oh, yeah. 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 He said, where he was all like yeah yeah he's yeah he's spazzed on him. <laughs> <laughs> so did you feel like you've ever had any of those situations or you don't even it's just like re real recognized real respect game type yeah more respect game because i feel like especially in the league it's already tough playing against like Talking about, I mean, it's only 400 in, on the whole earth that's in the league. And if you already kind of starstruck, and on top of that, they out there trying to kill you, like, yeah. it's going to be a long night for sure. So it's, it's definitely like, I have a lot of respect for them. Um, but I guess it definitely shifted. Once I got to the league, it was more kind of like we're competitors, um, not so much as like I look up to them. Your idols become your rivals. Yeah, yeah that's straight crazy. up. <laughs> I'm, I'm curious to know because like we talked a couple times at the at the workouts. And you you had a couple stories about the practices with D book and with yeah. KD man you gotta like oh, and I'm I, it's gonna be even I'm th I'm pretty sure it's gonna be worse this year now that you got sure. Bradley Bill like what are those practices like in the ones and you know kind of just that experience because you had to help D book yeah. when he was injured and whatnot mm -hmm. yeah so when I first got um, signed the first um, ten day with the Suns it was when D book was um I think he was coming back from like his groin injury um, so he was rehabbing doing a lot and um, 
obviously I wasn't playing too much when I first got here. I had to play him in ones. So I was playing him in ones, like out the mid post. And it, it was crazy. It was like, he gets like 14 seconds, unlimited dribbles. <laughs> oh, I was oh gonna ask, is there like a one dribble, three dribble yeah, count? Like, Nothing? Can we get a dribble limit or something? Yeah. So obviously, I mean, D-Book, one of the best scorers in the league. Um, it's already tough to guard him on the mid post, but on top of that, you get unlimited dribbles. It's a good amount of time. Um, and I ain't gonna lie to you. You got to cook. To it. <laughs> but I ain't gonna lie, he hitting tough shots. It ain't like, yeah. no, he just yeah. killing me. Yeah. But I mean, I realize why he, he is the way he is and can score the ball at a high level. Um, but yeah, going off the, the talent level, just, I mean, Book, KD, Bradley Bill, and I mean, we got a whole bunch of other dudes, but just the compete level, I mean, you, you have no option but to get better. It's either you're gonna get better or you're gonna, you know, it's gonna be a long day at the office. But um, but yeah, it's, it's a lot of high, high level dudes in there. Um, and, and you ain't got no option but to get better. It gets intense. Bro, he told me, uh, and, I, and if I'm quote me, if I'm quote me on this, if I'm wrong, but with the practice, like with the ones you have, the coaches watching, and then was it like the the GMs? Mm -hmm. So like, imagine that. that That's pressure. stressful. Yeah. That's, you ain't got no option. Yeah. Because I feel like you play better with people like not like not your bosses breathing down your neck, yeah. pretty much. I, yeah. It's an intense industry. Like you know, yeah. everything high level. You got all the fans there, so it's really like you got to just whatever happens in between them lines, like or outside the lines, just block it off and do your job while you're in there. You did say something um, with Tom Leander in that in that interview you had not too long ago, where you said, "I liked it too." It shows your competitive nature. Where you said, um, "You don't." For example, when you asked him about Russell Westbrook, like he got to prove it. You said. If I see you, I know what body of work and what skills and what bag this guy brings, but show it to me. Yeah. Prove it to me. For sure. And I think that's the ultimate competitor's mindset. Yeah. Cool. I know you have a reputation. Do it again. Yeah. Do it right here. Yeah. So, like, when you see – you mentioned getting to – I can't imagine, like, being on the court. You're trying mm -hmm. to move – I mean, not a, not now in my life, yeah. but <laughs> maybe, maybe – ten. nah. Q's had, so, like, ten <laughs> knee surgeries. Five. I'm a little slow now. I'm exaggerating. But seeing him lot like guarding him, you know, the way someone has a swim move and explodes yeah. and you turn around and they're landing. And yeah. I went and I saw him courtside one game because I'm a huge Russell Westbrook fan too. He was with OKC. He came on the sideline right to the corner where I was sitting. And, you know, he threw the ball. He got it right back. All of a sudden I watched this man shrink in size, take the baseline and boom, just expand. Yeah. And I was like, Man, it's different to watch like that. Especially yeah. live. Dude. A lot of people don't realize, like, when you watch it on TV, it's way different than seeing dudes in live action. Crazy. Like, you can tell that he practices mm -hmm. all that stuff. For like, sure. I think what wowed me was because um, when me and Tay, Tay told me about Exos, and that's when he started rehabbing there after he tore his Achilles in Denmark, but I tore my meniscus, and I'm still, like, a year out and still not – Westbrook, didn't he tear it? Six, uh, six weeks later, came back, was already dunking. I'm like, bro, this dude's a machine. Yeah, Patrick Beverly dove into him, and then mm -hmm. he had the surgery, came back, and was giving out <laughs> buckets anyway. <laughs> Wait, all right, question. Have you ever had any interaction with Pat Bev? Uh, no, nah, not really. I mean, only interact, like, uh, for every game, like, players can choose to go to chapel. Mm -hmm. um, the only um, interaction I had with him was – uh, we was in chapel together, mm -hmm. um, but other than that, no, nah, I've never really had an interaction. I thought with he was like probably did some trash talking because that dude does a lot of talking, man. He does talk. He gonna be himself regardless. So I yeah. respect it, you know. Yeah, be yourself wherever you at. 
So say, oh, go ahead. No, 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 go ahead. No, no. I was going to ask, um, because at the time you got drafted, already that's a stressful time. How was it like with the added pressures and stress of COVID? Because that's it was during COVID when you got mm-hmm. drafted, right? Yeah, it was on. No, it was tough for sure because obviously, like workouts were different. Um, the whole draft period leading up to that was different. Um, I only had one workout, and then like it was weird because it was almost kind of like obviously we played basketball, but it was almost like job interviews because a lot of them was just like the Zoom interviews. Uh, so I was you know putting my polo on, talking on the Zooms and everything, but. Um, yeah, the draft uh, process for me was it was definitely stressful, but uh, you know I'm I'm deep in my faith, so I, I kind of just whatever's gonna happen is gonna happen. Um, it's already written, I feel like. Um, but yeah, so the crazy thing is for my draft experience, I didn't think I was gonna get drafted. Like I I was going to watching the draft. One of my teammates got drafted lottery, um, Aaron Neesmith. I was kind of just watching as a fan, like everyone else. Um, then my agent hit me. It was like the 37th pick. He was like, they're gonna take you at 38. I was like, dang, especially because yeah. I'm like, I was literally watching, like thinking like my mom's making home, home, like a home cooked meal. Yeah. I'm like, it's just going to be a good day. Like chilling with the fam. I had like a small group with me, no party, no nothing. Then my agent hit me randomly. Like they're going to take you at 38. And like, that's okay. a high second round pick for not mm-hmm. like thinking you're going to get drafted. Like yeah. no mock drafts, ain't get invited to the combine, nothing. And then he just hit me. They're going to take you at 38. How did you feel? It was crazy. Like. When, so my agent texted me, me and my mom, my dad in a group chat, and like I was looking at it like, yeah, looking, looking at, at that. Hey, like, <laughs> I was like, nah, this can't be. And my mom's like, she just like just chilling, like they ain't look at her phone. But my dad, he looked at his phone, kind of looked at me like, hold yeah. on, like so we watching the TV. My name pop up, my phone blowing up, my friends and everything. I think um, Darius Garland, he was the first dude like to text me like, congrats, but. I, I was like, it's crazy because I didn't even, like the TV I had on was like going in and out. I'm on the backyard mm-hmm. just chilling with the fam, like yeah. no seriousness. Like, and I see my phone blow. I was like, dang, it must have actually really happened. But yeah. That's it's crazy. Up, and it was, uh, was it Utah Jazz and then they uh, traded the yeah. pick away? So like, yeah, they traded the pick like before. So I already knew that pick was for Detroit. Detroit, yeah. okay. Mm-hmm. Detroit yeah. was heavy in guards. Man. Very. Like super heavy. Yeah. How, how did you feel like? <clears throat> were you thinking, oh, man, there's uh, a lot of guards that are playing? Or you were like, this is my opportunity. Let me just see what happens. Yeah, obviously it's kind of twofold because obviously it's a lot of guards there. Um, and then my mindset on things is I'm going to just, you know, grind it out and compete. Um, and like you talked about earlier, like, I feel like whatever someone's um, skill level is, like, they're going to show me and like, we're going to mm-hmm. compete it out. Um, but, yeah, there definitely was a heavy guard situation there. Um, and it definitely made me realize more of kind of like the business side of, of the NBA. Um, but, you know, I'm, I'm grateful for my time in Detroit. I feel like it definitely helped me um, further in my, my career on and, and mentally um, being able to withstand like certain things in the league. Did you feel you had a head start on the business side of things? I know obviously NBA might be a little bit different than Pops being a former uh, NFL player. Yeah, uh, for sure. My dad, I mean, obviously I'm grateful that he was able to give me kind of um, certain wisdom and, and the professional aspect of things. Um, one thing he would always tell me, I feel like kind of stuck with me was um, like the difference between, I guess like, I don't know, like amateur athletes and professional athletes is like professional athletes get it right almost eight to 10 times, like even when they don't feel like doing it. So like you can come to come to work tired, like, I don't know, like dudes got kids, like kids keeping them up till 4 a.m. Like they don't care about none of that. When you get there, you need it eight out of 10 times, you need to do it right. So that's that's one thing that always sucked with me for sure. Yeah. 
yeah. what was the training like uh, having because he's a, also a former Super Bowl champion so yeah. I feel like his grind and his mindset gotta be yeah. Tough on you since you were a kid. Yeah, I mean, Tate know him. He, he worked out with him. He know how, yeah. how my dad get down. My dad, he don't play no games. Um, you know, everything in the workout got to be to a T. Um, if you messing up on a little thing, he's real detail-oriented. Um, and obviously, and you know what you guys, he not super intense. But with me, he get. Yeah, he's on your head. head. Yeah. yeah, I can't have no mistakes. But, um, I mean, it definitely um, helped in the long run. I'm grateful for it. Um, and I got a lot of respect for him. Were there ever moments where you're like, nah, fuck this. I'm not doing nah, it again. Nah, nah. <laughs> I mean, it, it's definitely times, it's definitely some low moments for sure, but it ain't never none of that. I mean, yeah. you know, my dad ain't going for none Bro, of that. Yeah. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah, my dad ain't going for none of that. Yeah. Hey, hey, hey what y'all don't know, Amp is very old school. He's from the South, yeah. Florida. Yeah. And yes, he sir, ain't no, going sir. With none of, yeah, straight yeah. yes, sir, yeah. no, yeah. sir. <laughs> and, and man, when I met Amp, man, like me and him just connected, man. He, I consider him like a like an OG, like uh, Uncle Vibes. And yeah. like I worked out with him today, and, and man, he just, it's crazy because he played pro football, yeah. but think. his basketball knowledge is up there. Like he breaks it down to a T, and he also told us that um, what's crazy, bro. When I started working out with him, I didn't even know like he played in the NFL because he never he told me. Yeah. No, yeah. so like, I, you wait. wouldn't really know. He don't really. really he like don't him. talk about it. So yeah. how did you get hooked up with him? Uh, like a, a well, we ain't friends no more. Not really. <laughs> but uh, he was telling me about. He said, "Hey man, I had this guy named Amp. He's a trainer." And I like, bet. And I I hit him up. I pulled up, and I was still like uh, getting back into training and stuff. And Amp was like, "Yeah, man, cool." And he invited me. And he invited me again and just kind of like stuck. That's dope. And uh, but yeah, man, Amp, he, he he's 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 a tough guy. And he's a bro. He's a beat me in one on one sometimes. No, like, I ain't gonna lie to you. He can, he my dad, my dad, fifty one years old. Some of my best friends, like they come rebound for me. They'll play him in ones after. I ain't gonna say no names, but <laughs> yeah. my dad will be out He'll there frying work, them bro. boys. I'm talking about. I'm sitting on. I finished my work. I'm looking like, come on, bro. Like that's my my pops. Like I'm like. Yeah. I'm like, bro, you got to do better than that, bro. Come on. Like, who's Who'd win one-on-one, one, you and your pops? I'm definitely winning now, but in, in, like, high school, my dad was giving me problems for sure. Dang. Yeah. Because now my speed. Like, I respect that. Yeah. I'll do, like, just two how, dribbles, like, only jumpers. How like. did he uh, transition and go full force basketball? Because I feel like, especially when you play a professional sport for so long, like, yeah, you might know other sports. I played – I never played, like, organized basketball like that. I played football. Mm -hmm. But – Yes, I have some sort of knowledge of basketball, but it's not the. I think his same dad way. actually liked basketball maybe as more. He liked it more. He would tell me he liked more. more. Yeah, you really. Me, your pops told me that he had a uh, like workout. a training yeah. camp with the Timberwolves. No so, way, because yeah. obviously, like back in the day, you know, they had like open tryout type of things. Mm -hmm. um, and so my dad told me that one of his friends or like connections somehow was like, man, because he's a, he's been playing basketball for all like forever, and he was like, man, you should come out like training camp, like try out. Like, and he was like, I mean, might as well. Like, he likes basketball. It's the off season for football. Oh, yeah. So, His intelligence must be off the charts because yeah. <laughs> the amount of information you got to know for football and basketball yeah. separately to, man, that's, that's but, crazy. Um, yeah. So he, he goes and tries out. And um, obviously, like, football season starts up before um, basketball season. So he's waiting around, like, to get the call back on whatever. And they ain't got back to him yet. So he's like, all right, I obviously got to take, you know, what's guaranteed. So mm -hmm. goes with the football route. Then he told me like a couple like weeks or like a month later, they call him and say like, "Hey, you made the team, da da da." And he was kind of like, "Dang, 
So he already signed with like his football team and everything, but I was like, it's crazy that like he could have been a dual. Like, yeah. that's crazy. Yeah. And that's when he signed with the Rams, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. I don't think that's yeah. been done before, right? NFL and NBA. I've seen baseball and yeah. basketball. Yeah, usually that, that's true. But yeah, NFL, he, NBA would be crazy. I would have been taxing on your body. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so yeah. You, know, you know what's crazy? Speaking about how your dad is still active, I love that. We had uh, Brett Hunley in here, and his dad is the same. He's like, my dad is that. See yeah. what that does, like, when your pops, your role model mm -hmm. is active, and because he presses you, yeah. or had pressed you and still does, yeah. um, on the details, I I'm going to say, like, watching the game as a Suns fan in basketball, Man, like when we watch the some of the playoff games this past season, he breaks down film I'm like, like he's I'm a player. I'm standing bro. up next to TV. Or I'm like, coach. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, and I might not be right, but I'm just speaking. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, he got to do this. No, yeah. no, nah, nah, he's got to bring him in. Yeah. Do the, what kind of play? He's, you know, like yeah. I'm, I'm like watching him. KD dribble, and I'm like, all the defenses are putting their hand in right when KD brings it to the side. They're yeah. waiting for. Obviously, those guys are on a different level. They got skills. They got yeah. the bag, the time. But I'm watching. I watch you play a lot in the season, especially when. Uh, campaign and I think Chris Paul were both hurt yeah. for a stretch the of the season. Guy, yeah. yeah, so I was watching you and something I noticed, uh, like just comparing you to the other guards on the team, and, and I, I told you about it, is like you didn't make these blunders like where you're just all oh, laps. I wasn't thinking because yeah. we're human, you yeah. know. Every you can, yeah. oh yeah, you you know you dribble this, you you missed a pa or you yeah. took a bad shot or all oh, the clock. I never seen it from you. He's like a harsh dialed in too. Every time he mentions, like like he said, when we're watching live, he'll literally be like, Saban gets in and he's not making mistakes. He's playing the role that he's supposed to play at a, high, a very high level, and he's yeah. mentioned it multiple times on games. And, and I, I thought I was like, I want to see you. Don't think of me as like a basketball player yeah. now. Yeah. Just I'm just a critic. Yeah, I'm just yeah. making noise. I was like, I want to see him hit those threes yeah. like choose between driving yeah. and hitting a three because you drive you might try to take off on somebody and all of a sudden you got bodies i mean yeah. it's the nba's like you said 400 people yeah, in the yeah. world you know it's but you still get to the hoop and you would still pull up for those threes and make them i'm like i don't see like anything i'd be like nah he does this too much you know everyone yeah. wants to say this guy yeah. does that too much or not enough but yeah, yeah man high energy High that's effort, good. high IQ. Man, yeah. and, and that's probably from your dad drilling you on the details. Sure. Yeah, and no, obviously sure. you, too. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not taking anything yeah, away no, from no. you, but the details, man. Yeah. Where do you stuff like, go ahead. No, no, you go ahead. Uh, I was going to say, like, a dude in, like, kind of my position in, like, lower level, mid-level, like, dudes, like, they can't afford to have mistakes. So that's, I mean, obviously, like, like you said, everyone's human, but, like, that, like, how I talked about earlier, like, you got to get it right, like, eight, ten times. Like, it's tough because um, – um, Monty Williams, he, he would always say, like, the backup point guard got to be, like, the solidest dude on the team. Because, I mean, when you think about it, you can't come in, like, if the starters are, like, on a slump, like, you can't come in and slump. be on BS yeah. and they go down even more. Like, you either maintain or yeah. it's, like, going up. Like, mm -hmm. it's no, like, room for error being, like, a backup at all. So I would agree with that. It's the hardest job is uh, uh, coming off the depth of the bench. Yeah, PG so. used to be really, really, like uh, – well, I, maybe it is even more now, like QB of football. Yeah. Like You're responsible you for everybody. Yeah. yeah. You got to know everyone's position. Someone over there tripping, it's on me. Yeah. Like coach looking at me like, what's he doing? Yeah. I'm like, I mean, I try to tell him to get over, but yeah, you know, yeah. it comes with it, though. How do you uh, build a rapport with these guys? You know, because obviously outside of practice and, you know, you guys have your own personal lives. How do you build that rapport to have that chemistry on the court? For sure. Um, obviously, just hanging out. Um, obviously, like playing rides, you know, we always talking, laughing, joking. 
Um, we playing um Blu-ray, little card game. Yeah, yeah that thing builds that a lot of chemistry. Get crazy. It can build chemistry <laughs> or break chemistry. Yeah. <laughs> it exposes hey, yeah. true. Hey, it was a video I saw today with uh it was campaign, Mikael Bridges, C P and D book. Yeah. And uh Mikael was like, C P what up, old ad <laughs> <laughs> Mikhail a funny dude. Shout out to Mikhail. Yeah, he a good hilarious. dude. Yeah. Bro, that was so funny. I love watching this game, man. He yeah. seems like a solid dude, too. Yeah, he's a great player, great person overall. Who would you say uh, that you're closest with on the team? Um, I'm close with a lot of dudes. Obviously, with um, obviously with like new players and everything going this next season, but like people who are still here, probably Josh. Um, I was real cool with T. Craig, D. Bays, Book, CP. You know, I'm cool with everybody, really. Yeah. We had a great group of guys. Um, everyone kind of messed with everybody, so, yeah. That's exciting, man. Yeah, man. What's crazy from that uh, finals run, there are, two I players think, two, left, I think, yeah. Book and Aiden, Aiden crazy. left. So, mm. you know, things have just been changing, man. Yeah. Yeah. Changing. 100%. Did you uh when when we were when you was about to make that dis, uh decision to sign with the Suns this year, were you did you have any thoughts in your process like thoughts in your mind of like man like I may be going somewhere else or were you like kind of just like um considering your options? Yeah, really just weighing in all options, um, kind of just going with the feedback my agent was telling me. Mm-hmm. Um, then I mean we just kind of figured uh, Phoenix would be the best um, best spot to be at. Obviously. Um, Gonna be competing at a high level. Yeah. Um, hopefully, have a lot of opportunity this season for me, um, and just continue to make strides here in Phoenix. And I felt, I mean, we felt like um, stuff I was able to do last season. Yeah. Um, was good going into uh, this next season. Kind of just keep it rolling. Yeah, I love that. Have you talked to the, some of the new guys yet? Like some of them touched down to sign contracts and stuff. So I don't know. Oh, Bobo. Yeah, Bobo. That's Great thing cool. I, saw, I just saw. So I was I went to the mall like two three days ago. Um, and uh, I was in one store, but I seen Bobo walking in. Yeah, I said what's up to him. It was like crazy. We just both at at the mall at the same time. Like y'all store. haven't same even store. talked to text or nothing yet. I was like, what's up, bro? You know, just chopping it up. Um, told him congrats and everything. But um, yeah, that's really the only like newcomer that I've really mm-hmm. um talked with so far. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. You're like, hey, what's up, man? Yeah, nah, yeah. What's up, <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm kind of excited to see because when I think KD, I think he's just a hooper. Like he's just always in the gym, just shooting around. Mm-hmm. He'll go there to like decompress. Yeah, I, I kind of see that in Bobo, mm-hmm. but like from a distance. Yeah. I wonder if them two get together, like, you know, playing in practice. I'm just Especially thinking. Especially with their frame, like it's crazy. That's what yeah. I'm saying. Yeah. And and yeah, Bobo's, right. what, 23? He's young. I'm yeah, he's oh, young, he's bro. Dude, he yeah, looked way he older. Just, <laughs> right, he just came off his best year in Orlando. He way older, and he was man. waved. As soon as he got waved, I was like, son's going to sign him. Come on now. That's a nice pickup, man. All right. So we, we did kind of skip right into your pro career. Uh, I kind of want to like go and then y'all. No, I was actually gonna bring yeah. that conversation yeah. the same we way. We gotta so go into sure. college, man. You know, with the no, Mandeville. even before that, high school because Corona had a stacked team oh, before yeah. that. Oh yeah, Marvin Bagley. Yeah. Okay, we gotta talk a little bit. about They that. were stacked. Yeah, y'all stacked. State like four, four years. Four times. Four, yeah, yeah. But I don't feel like I don't basketball. think that's ever been done in Arizona before, no, right? That was the first time, yeah. That's Great crazy. Days. We would have went. We probably would have won more. Um, Marvin ended up transferring though after his. What you mean Christmas more? Season? Four years and oh, nah, like, you're talking about like after five, you leave. I'm like, so yeah, yeah, <laughs> how long yeah. you trying to be yeah. in high school we for? Got, nah, we would have ran, <laughs> ran the streak up. <laughs> Post grad. Yeah, nah, nah. That would have been wild. Man. So you had you had a couple options um, going D1. I know you chose Vanderbilt. Did that have your mom went to law school and mm-hmm. did that play a huge role into you picking that school or not really? Not uh, at all. Not really. So the crazy thing is. Um, 
my like final two, I only took official visits to Stanford and Vanderbilt. And my mom, she always wanted to go to Stanford, like, cause I don't know if it's like like four percent or something like getting to Stanford. And my mom, she was like, I go to my Stanford visit, and I I told her like I love Stanford, like Palo Alto is like real nice out there. Um, I'm like I want, I want to commit here. My mom was like, you know, like let's just go to Vanderbilt, see like we already got it like scheduled, like be respectful to at least go there and see what they have to offer. And I ended up loving it like even more. So it's crazy how that worked out. Um, obviously there's no correlation that like my mom went there. I didn't care like none of that. Um, so it was just, it's kind of wild how it worked out. But um, yeah, my mom was mad that she was, she wasn't mad, but she wanted me to go to Stanford. And I felt like she, she was happy for me, but she was kind of like, man, you can play basketball and get into Stanford, but yeah. I'm over here studying, doing all this. Oh, like, you know so I always was joking with my mom. I'd be like, yeah, you know, you that 5%, I'm that 4%. Like, yeah. <laughs> she always get mad about that, yeah. but no, that's all love. That's dope, man. That's dope. All right, so how how was that experience, man, just as far as, you know, Corona, you guys had a stack team with, you know, Marvin and all those guys. You know, how was that? How was the practices and just, you know, transitioning and, you know, going into college? Yeah, it was so um, – high school, it was like – obviously, it wasn't like kind of like a normal high school. Mm -hmm. um, it almost like – we was a public school, but it's yeah. almost was kind of like a prep kind of like public school if you, you know. Yeah. But, um, like – obviously competitive playing ones mm -hmm. um and we had like pe but it was more like our like basketball like yeah so like we playing pickup ones and, and pe and like other kids down there playing like um kickball or like dodgeball like it, yeah. it's just weird but um you know it was real intense we had a lot of good players coming through there um you know marvin um casey benson dan kuyper cassius pete um alex barcelo um Tyrell Henry we got a I think my team had like seven like eight like D1, D1 dudes so like that's hard to like do especially in like a a public school so yeah, yeah, yeah. it was just a different like level of expectation like and everyone in the city like would want Corona to lose like every, everybody like because we was going on a streak like if Corona lost like it was a big deal like but every rivalry game was going crazy so it was definitely a fun experience for sure who was your guys biggest rival at the time was it Basha? No, it, it was um, Desert Vista was probably our biggest rival. Oh, yeah. Was that when, uh, what's his name, Howard was at, playing at the, or? He was at Perry. Yeah, um, Marcus, you talking about Marcus? Marcus Howard? Yeah. Yeah, he was at Perry. We, who, who was playing at DV at the time? DV was, um, I don't necessarily remember, but it, it was just, that was just our rival. Yeah. Like, they had like a lot of good dudes over there too, but just, I guess, um, district and where we were at, kind of close in um, relation, like location, so. I feel like that was always our rival. That's move. Do you feel like in a random question, but like in the off season, you train with your dad exclusively? Um, or are you kind of like here and there and doing your own thing too? Uh, so like the past two, the past like two off seasons, um, like when I was in Detroit, I had to stay in Detroit for most of it because we were a real young team. They wanted to make sure like it was kind of seeing all of our development and everything. But um, in this past season, I kind of bounced around like um, training wise. But this off season, I, I solely wanted to uh, work out with my dad because uh, I mean I've worked out with my dad my whole life, and I just kind of wanted to stay put somewhere, stay put in Phoenix, and, and just stay consistent with um because obviously there's great trainers everywhere, but like everyone has a different um I don't know like they're a little two cents like changing little things and I just want to stay consistent throughout the whole season the off season I also feel like if it's worked for you for that long your yeah. whole life why change broke, it? don't fix yeah, it yeah, exactly home cooking too. yeah exactly sure. yeah, definitely. So. what things would you say you need to work on your game and what things do you think your dad would say that you need to work on your game 
Um, so, I mean, we, we both kind of on the same page for like what I feel like I need to work on. Um, obviously, I've just been working a lot on my shooting. Um, a lot also have been working on my pick and roll play, um, pick and roll passing. Um, just because obviously I'm a fast guard, I'm athletic. Um, my dad has been working a lot on me just um, staying like more tight in my frame. Uh, don't get like long strides all the time. Just know when to use your athletic ability, use your speed and quickness and when to be like cerebral about it. Um, more skills. So that's kind of just the things we've been working on a lot, really. And the in-between game, a okay. lot of mid-range pull-ups. Um, yeah, watching CP this past season, like, made me realize, like, that mid-range is, that key, mid-range yeah. is killer. Yeah. You know what's crazy is, like, I, <clears throat> excuse me, I always look at guards and, like, their form and how they shoot, you know, how much, how far they elevate off the ground, because people used to jump, like, you know, super high from yeah, the three. Yeah. Crazy high. It's like, then you watch guys, you know, catch it from a three. If they're open, it's a set shot, yeah. kind of. You know, a little yeah, bit yeah. off the ground, just yeah. a little, I'm open. But if someone's there, you, you know, up. what your dad said, staying within your frame, that's crazy. Because mm-hmm. uh, when when you're me and you lose your athletic ability and you're trying to play with the yeah. guys, you know, yeah. he's they talking about their rehabbing. I never re So, like, when you get out here and I'm trying to move, I'm yeah. doing all this extension. I'm like... Man, my back is yeah. low. You know, and then you, you slow down here and yeah. you're less strong. Yeah. So when you stay right here, yeah. you can change direction. Yeah. Like there that said like I'm just thinking about what your dad told you. Man, that's crazy. Like yeah. like you said, it's the attention to detail. He'll be locked in. Yeah. I could be not even be suited up one game and he's still criti- critiquing me about something. <laughs> he's like, man, you was over there just looking around like you need to be locked in on yeah. like anything. <laughs> your left shoe is tied too yeah, tight. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> like, man, what I you just... got on tonight? <laughs> I don't know what you was wearing tonight. <laughs> anything. Dad, I got drip. Yeah. <laughs> Why are you sitting like nah, that? Nah, that ain't it. <laughs> you need to sit up while you're watching the game. Something, anything. I got to see how your dad's form looks on his jumper. Does yeah. it look like yours? Nah, he shoots a little different than me, but he he got some game. He got some he, game. He I'm telling you, he got game. I, I just want to see it because you have a unique form too. Yeah, you know, it kind of brings up, and you're kind of holding it. Uh-huh. But I'm this, gonna put Tay on the spot. Who would win between you and Amp? Well, Amp beat me a couple times. Oh, shit. he beat me a couple times. Because <laughs> <laughs> <Like, laughs> like, earlier he said, "I'm not gonna I, name I any it, names." It wasn't him though. I had already said that he beat yeah, me a couple times. Like, I yeah. underestimated him, like, when I first played him. Yeah, a lot of people underestimate him. And I was letting him shoot, and yeah. I was like, damn, he hitting it. And then he be like. He gets that turnaround. He just, like, he does, like, weird stuff on the court. And I'm like, hell no, you're not making that again. What, what's he weird stuff? Again. You mean things you're not expecting? Well, he'd be like, because, <laughs> jerky, like. Jerky, Yeah, but then, like, Amp, like, he's older, so he put on weight. So he's not, like, football shape, but, like, he can still move. Yeah. So it'll be a yeah. move that I'll be guarding him. And he'll do like where you push the ball and run, and run after. Run with it, yeah. And he'll run after and he'll catch. And I'm like, there's yeah. no way you're hitting that. He is like with this. Shit. That's I'm an like, OG move, I swear. Yeah. Like, throw it, catch he it. He does that sometimes. That's yeah, a lot of the guys. Really actually, he does a lot of that push cross. Yeah, where he's yeah, here and then he pushes yeah. it going yeah, across and his when, body. When he beat me, I was like, all right, I'm so like, yeah, I'm, I'm listening. I'm all ears. Yeah. So I'm, I'm still in everything that he he's doing. He be like, all right, Tay, I see you. Tay, you taking sponge. my stuff. Yeah, 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 but I, no, I am dope, man. A lot of people do underestimate him. Bro, my best friend. I told him I was like, it was on Facetime. I was like, bro, I ain't gonna lie to you. My dad gonna bust your ass. And he's like, bro, ain't no fifty year old gonna whoop me like that. And I said, bro, I'm telling you right now, like, I'm don't go into the game thinking like it's gonna be sweet. He gonna play hard, and bro, he gets serious, bro. I've bro. seen him get heated. No, he and being a football player, he's yeah. physical for yeah. sure. He I played already know. two like seven game series, swept them both times. Hey yo, yeah, I'm a, I'm a hoop, man, <laughs> swept them. And I'm like, bro, I said, I told you, I ain't never gonna steer you wrong, bro. Like I told you what he was gonna do, and he did that. I was like, man, 
now you now your daddy's not even gonna play him anymore. Yeah, he said two he's still playing. <laughs> he's still playing. They be getting after it for real. Yeah, I be. We, we oh actually today when we were working out, uh, they were doing ones and like we were passing because I haven't been playing because like rehab. But I was like, man, they make me want to get out yeah. there, man. Like he, check he, up. Yeah, yeah, man, yeah, yeah check up, young fella. Super competitive. Let's see man. what you're talking about. <laughs> You know, ones is where all the skills are For developed. Sure. You ain't got no help. No help. You and him. ISO. PG Man. says that too. No, it's it's I a love fact. his podcast. Dude, it's a fact. And the thing is, like, you know, you're just shooting around with the guys. We're all weekend warriors at this point, shooting around and after we're done, I'm like, all right, check up ones. Yeah. And this kid is dribbling, dribbling, Jones like Three dribbles. Why yeah. you got to dribble all that for? Yeah. You dribble out the shot clock. Yeah. I saw playing defense after 20 seconds. Yeah. He's like, hard. I don't like all this three dribble rules. I'm like, if you because you catch the ball anywhere on the court, yeah. you really should be able to one yeah. Oh, yeah. scoop, boom. Or yeah. After three dribbles, you're going to be running into somebody. Exactly. And now you're going to get yelled at. The coach is going to bench side you. There, so. yeah. You're going to run down the shot clock. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone's going to yell at you. Pass the ball. But yeah. that's where um, I've heard Paul George talk about it on his podcast is your creativity and your game really happens from one-on-one. And just yeah. even uh, he said when he was little, even if he didn't have someone to play one-on-one, he would just be imagining stuff, yeah. scenarios, putting himself in and doing crazy shit. And yeah. that's how he – that's about all I can do right now. <laughs> Somebody really good guarding me. Yeah. I got you. What's up? One's different, man, because it, it, it hits different when you lose. Because it's yeah. like you ain't got so no much pride. You. And it's like gorilla versus gorilla. It's like, yeah. and when you lose, like, man, like. Ain't no one else to blame. It stings. Yeah, yeah it, no one else to blame. And then it's like, like for me, like even in college when we would do ones and if I would have a bad day. Like I would get home and I would think about that that and whole what? night, and the next day I'm ready to play you what? again. Yeah. Like, I'm like, yeah, we got we got to go again. It's and almost like fighting, it. bro. Yeah, like you I don't want to get your lick back. Yeah, no, seriously, yeah. seriously, it's, it's literally like that. Yeah. You know, that competitive nature. I feel like when someone really has it and they nurture it with other things, yeah. you never really lose that mm. because you know, at 19, I tore up my knee like ACL, MCL, medial meniscus. And after that, like playing overseas was shut down for me, really. Mm. Like I didn't talk to none of the coaches. I just rehab, started playing on my own. I had another, I had five, and I'll still go play with these guys. Yeah. I don't. Or even I after a couple, to, I remember you were still dunking on like people that were like six five, six eight. And I mean, was I was at one point I had a standing forty inch vertical. My, if I move my foot back, my coach is like scratch. I'm like, because you know, early when you're developing in high school, you go to jump, you feel like. You got to do this. Yeah, yeah. You move your foot back. He's like, scratch. I'm like, coach, why? Yeah. Just jump, jump. And then he was training me, throw the ball on the ground, just jump and dunk it. Yeah. And that's so tiring. Yeah. So point guard, you don't really need it. That's yeah. extra. Uh, if you can get in there yeah. and start, because guys that came into the league, like Steph Mar- or Marbury, mm-hmm. he, he could dunk too. Sure. Mm-hmm. But then you see him take off and he's doing floaters. Because, yeah. you know, you want to elongate your career. Yeah. You want to avoid Long injury, sure, keep your man. energy, because you got to run back on yeah, defense yeah. and guard the next quick yeah. guy. You know, but so when we get to see guys like you come down the lane and go two hands and like yeah. hang, that's like a big man crazy, dunk. Yeah. You know, <laughs> you just went like six nine, just sure, grew yeah. in there. <laughs> you had a, a nasty poster with Vanderbilt. Your pops actually was talking to me about that like the other week that I uh, actually watched. But how was that Vanderbilt experience, man? Because I know Scotty Pimpin's son was on that team. Was Darius Garland on there? That yeah, squad he, as well. He, he was there. My um, my sophomore year was his freshman. Because he got injured, so he only played yeah. like what four games. Yeah, he only played. I think it was like five. But yeah, he, yeah. his game is nice too, bro. Yeah, oh, DG like that. He's good. He's a real good player. But uh, yeah, my Vanderbilt experience. Um, obviously, like anyone, in college a lot of ups and downs. Mm-hmm. Um, my my freshman year, I started. I think I averaged like maybe like eleven, like in four. 
Uh, but just learning from a veteran group, we had like, I think like five seniors, four seniors. So yeah. being able to play with them and, and kind of see the nuances of the um, of the SEC and college mm -hmm. basketball. Um, then my sophomore year, obviously I was playing with DG. Um, we had a good team. It was me, DG, um, Aaron Neesmith, he with um, Indiana, uh, Simisha too. Uh, so we had a good, a real good team, and it was obviously a younger team. Wait, you talking about Aaron Naismith? Mm -hmm. Oh, that's who this dude was, bro. Because I went to. Uh, he was a lottery, wasn't he? Yeah, he was four. Remember, yeah, I was. told y'all. So for the, so I did this uh, New Balance commercial in Vegas, okay, yeah. and I was a stand-in for Aaron Naismith, and I was like, "Who is Aaron Naismith?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, and I had to look him up, and I was like, "That's who that yeah, is." Yeah, okay, yeah. that makes sense. That makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah, but um, yeah. So then playing with them, um, obviously we was supposed to have a great season, mm -hmm. but. Uh, Darius got hurt. That was a huge hit for us. Um, but yeah, that season, I, I think I went like maybe like 13 um, points, like five assists or something like that. Um, and then my last season, um, my junior year, uh, it was a coaching change. Jerry Stackhouse came there. Um, right. Obviously, Stack. like, yeah, whole yeah. new. Um, my coach is on there, uh, Faraji Phillips. Oh, yeah. That was my Faraji middle school my coach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's man, from, uh, small world. Yep. Yep. That was my middle school coach. Um, but yeah, it was a whole total uh, shift. Um, from coaches, um, but I, I love playing for Coach Stack. Um, I think my junior year, I averaged like 19 and like six. Mm -hmm. uh, so it was a good season being able to play under him. Obviously he's like a pro coach, played in the league, obviously runs a lot of pro sets. Um, but yeah, I, I enjoyed my, especially my last season. Like I feel like that kind of, um, it blew up for me a little bit. Cause I mean, it was always a dream of mine to play in the league, but never really like knew when it was gonna happen or not. But like my junior, um, my junior season, like first, I think it was preseason or first like conference game, mm -hmm. I had like 20 and 27 and like five against um, Auburn. And it was like yeah. ranked like fifth or fourth or something like that. And I was like, oh no, like I can do this a little bit. So yeah. I was like, yeah, we're going to get to get this going for sure. <laughs> yeah. Put your name on there. For sure. Yeah. yeah. What was, I, oh, go ahead. I was going to say, what was the transition like uh, or how you felt the learning curve going from high school to college and then college to the NBA? Yeah. I would say definitely just like the pace, uh, like the speed of the game. Um, then obviously I feel like all the physical tools, like obviously you go from high school uh, to college, like dudes are bigger, stronger. Um, then college to the pros, dudes are bigger, stronger. Cause um, I feel like every tier, like the best of the high school players go to college, mm. best of the um, college players go to the NBA. So like the, like, I just get the margin just gets smaller and smaller for, I guess like the talent level, height, athleticism. Um, but yeah, I would say it's almost like the same, the same changes from high school to college and college to the pros. But um, I feel like just as you're in whatever, like as you're in high school longer, as you're in college longer, the league longer, you just get adjusted to it more. It kind of like, that's just how it is. Did you feel like the uh, adjustment was difficult for you? And then I know you, your question right Um, on. I feel like maybe high school to college um, initially, but college to the pros, not not too much for like um, like the physical tools because a lot of like, I mean, in the SEC, I'm playing against a lot of the dudes who are supposed to be lottery picks. Um, oh, okay. So I, I see a lot of the, I mean, I don't know, Kentucky got like three, four dudes supposed to go to the league. So like, I see a lot of the pro dudes that are supposed to be, um, I mean, gonna be in the league the next year. So I, I get to see them at an early age. So um, I feel like the SEC definitely helped in that regard. And then, <clears throat> excuse me. I feel like Stack, obviously I don't know him, but I watched him play, yeah. you know, back in the day, and I feel like he has a little bit of like that OG old school mentality. For sure. I remind, I was reminded of a play 
I think he was with the he was playing with the Mavs. Okay. Suns were playing. You might remember this, Martin. Suns were playing the Mavs. We had Joe Johnson, and Joe Johnson was on a fast break, and Jerry was there. Playoff basketball. What they tell you? Yeah. No easy buckets. Yeah, make him earn it. Yeah, earn it at the line. Not only did he make it, him earn it, he fractured his orbital bone. <laughs> Dang. And it because Joe Johnson goes up. Here comes Jerry. You know. Joe Johnson falls and fractured his orbital bone, and he was—he didn't. I don't think he played after that, and then he wasn't even as like Joe Johnson kind of. So I remember Jerry like Jerry let let the man have a layup. We would have had Joe Johnson for the series, and then we would have seen what we could do with the team. Yeah. So I love Jerry Stackhouse's game. I love that he's OG, but that one move, come he's on, like, Jerry, unforgivable. Because <laughs> <laughs> Joe didn't end up coming back to Phoenix. You know, he went yeah, to Atlanta. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's yeah. right. That's right. You that's know. Right. He was a button star over here, and it just kind of took off. But so, like, did you feel that? Oh yeah, this guy is like a big difference in the coaching change. Like, you were able to play a little bit, maybe more freely, or um, yeah, under his tutelage. I played for like obviously uh, Bryce Drew my first two years, and then changed to Coach Stackhouse. Um, and I mean, they both great coaches. Just like for sure. they're just different though. Um, Coach Drew is kind of more, um, and it also depends on like the personnel we had. But Coach Drew was more like sets. Running, um, running um, the offense, um, not super uh, fast paced. And then Coach Stackhouse, obviously coming from the league, get threes up, more uh, attempts than the other team, fast paced, um, a lot of quick hitters, not really like milking the offense. Mm. Um, so I feel like that definitely tendered to my game a little more, just playing up fast, yeah, fast, yeah. getting transition, fast shots. Um, but yeah, I also feel like my game just kind of like came around at the right time um, as well. So um, that definitely helped just being in the SEC for three years. I was able to learn and figure out what I need to be doing. So I think it's tough for a guy like you. Like you got a you got a nice bag. Appreciate that. Yeah. So and I don't think like less than five, five to eight minutes. You can't really see it because I remember yeah. in the G League. I was getting uh, busy in the G. Yeah, yeah. a thirty point player game. of the week. Player yeah. of the. I'm like. Uh, I just look every now and then. You I look play at your the role, G- though. Yeah, you gotta play your role. A lot of people don't know that. Like in the league, I mean, sometimes you gotta put your pride aside and, and whatever the coach asked me to do, that's what I gotta do. And, and whatever I gotta do to be here and stay here and, and maintain longevity in the NBA, you know, you gotta be willing to do that. I mean, you could go get the or you see like a lot of like um, bench players like they get obviously injuries, trade, whatever happens, they get opportunity. I mean, Cam Thomas, like, yeah, boy had like forty, like the whole week, mm-hmm. and um, they got a trade, like, <laughs> yeah. Soon as they uh, KD got uh, and Kyrie left, He's right? Yeah. He off. just, yeah. It's a lot of people like that who can really put the ball in the basket, but I mean, you got to play that role, and it ain't no, no knock against anybody. Like, I'm playing with KD, Devin Booker, Bradley Beal, like. That's wild. They ain't gonna be in the yeah. corner watching me dribble the ball. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> yeah. and I ain't got no problem saying, man, yeah. give him the ball. Like, Here you go. <laughs> go ahead, bro. Like, yeah. ain't no problem about that. How do you feel uh Booker and Katie they meshed? Yeah. They meshed quick. It's a it's a tough um yeah. I don't know, you got to pick your poison with that one. <sighs> yeah, that's yeah. Tough. even even in the playoffs when people are like, you know even me I was like, "Come on, KD, make that shot cuz those are shots we see him make. Mm-hmm. Someone's draped on him, defensively pushing him, and he'll still and he makes it look easy. Yeah, easy that's really money. What it is like easy. They're people, hard. Yeah. A lot of people don't realize like the shots that they can make are really hard, but especially like KD, I don't know why, but he just makes it look easy. Like, I made because he's like seven feet tall, but like, <laughs> he'd be shooting it over two people, fade away, one legged, just get back. Yeah. Like, it's nothing. I'm like, man. Hey, how was the, because uh, you, you matched up with him one on one, right? With KD, yeah. how was that? 
I mean, it was cool. Like, there's some trash talking. Yeah, about. for sure. <laughs> but like, I mean, um, Katie obviously, I mean, he's one of the best players in, in in the world. Like, he can really put the ball in the basket. But yeah, first time playing him, he gave me a basket. He kind of let me know about it. I was like, "All right, bro. Like, hold on. Like, <laughs> wait. How did he let you know? We gotta give us a, a little detail. I, what did he-, I, he did? Like a bump fade, and he said something like too small. Like you too little. <laughs> I was like, "All right. Like, I respect dudes and everything, but like, I ain't going for that. Yeah. So like, I get it back. Like, we get a, a switch or something, and I'm on him. I had a step back. I was like, I I talked back to him. He kind of looked at me like, "All right. <laughs> like, kind of respect. Like, all right. Like, you ain't going for none of that either. And I was like, but like, he won that day though. I'll give him that, but. He, he he can put that ball in the basket. As long as you, imagine telling somebody like, yeah, I gave it to you. I gave yeah. it right back. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, it was kind of like respect. Like, okay, like he not going for none of that either. Like he was he, trying you. Yeah, he, he was, was really. Yeah, yeah, he was trying yeah. my pimp and trying yeah. to see how I was like gonna respond. If you built like, like that. Yeah. 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 And when I did the same thing and talked the same thing, he was like, well, I okay. hate how he gonna say you too small when he's seven foot. Like, a lot everyone's of you, everyone's too small. Everybody's yeah, too small. Like, yeah, everyone. At that point, that's not even shit talking. That's just genetics. The whole world's talking genetics. I can't help that. Yeah. You just a big giant. That's all. Like there was a play in the playoffs against Denver that series. Uh, it was coming to the end of the half, second quarter, and Book grabs the ball in the inbound, throws it. Oh, and Katie, three quarters. Katie grabs it and he turns and shoots on this like it's on, on, on Braun. Yeah. Like he wasn't even there, just swish. And I'm just like, bro, yeah. you know, that's a crazy play. Yeah, that's a crazy play to be able to have the like awareness. D Book grab it out of bounds, throw it, touch, grab, just turn. That other dude. Definition of too Come small, on. and he was like, <laughs> I think he's like six four or something like that. Yeah. Like, a, mm-hmm. just easy, boop, nice, easy, easy money. money sniper, yeah, yeah. easy money sniper. Saban, I was gonna ask you, um, when you were in the G League or even before you went to the G League, do you ever did the thought ever cross your mind where playing overseas versus playing in the G League before transitioning really into the league? Um, not really. Obviously, that's like been an option, and um. You know, I've been offered like a good amount of money to go overseas, but I just, I don't know. Me personally, like the league's always been like, I always want to play at the highest level. Um, and obviously I, I've played against a lot of the talent in the NBA and I've seen dudes um, played at a high level. So I don't know, I just feel like you just got to stick it out in the in the, uh, in the league and it, it'll work out the way it's supposed to. But um, yeah, that that's really it for me just. Do you feel like the chances are much higher transitioning from G League perspective to the NBA or overseas? Um, I don't know. Because I've seen stories of yeah, both happening. For sure. Yeah, I feel like, I mean, it's tough. Obviously, it, work, it could work out either way. Um, I feel like it's, I don't know, yeah. Me personally, I feel like overseas, I guess, tough to see people mm-hmm. on a regular basis unless you're kind of one of the main dudes. Um, and I guess, I mean, if you're over here, you kind of get a, whatever NBA team you playing for the G League, like, they get to see you all the time. And I mean, you're just, I guess, One you're call. over here in the States. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? It's, yeah. it's tough. Time change, you might not be able to see the games whenever. Um, so I feel like the G League probably a better route. Man, keep grinding, keep doing exactly what you're doing. Cause I feel like <clears throat> if the Suns, I mean, I don't want them to be this type of team, but like, let's say they need, like all these people start disappearing. You know, I'm talking about a year or two, whatever. And it's like, hey, we need to plug someone in your number is called up or it could be another team or whatever the case may be. You want to keep you here, obviously. For sure. And you get into a starting role. Now people can actually see yeah. like, oh, man, this guy, where'd he come? Well, he's been here the whole time. Yeah. You just like you said, you're doing what you're asked to do. Yeah. You know, the NBA so, is big on just opportunity, really. Man, 
you just get, I mean, obviously like trades happen, injury is not a part of, I mean, it's a part of the game. You don't wish injury on nobody, but opportunity comes up, dudes kind of, you know, take that opportunity and run with it. And you see it, it helps like a lot of people trying to like ground for spots, um, roster spots, bigger contracts, like all that type of stuff. You got to do what's best for you, man. Just yeah. ball out. Seriously. While you can, because you're a young you, man. How did you uh, deal with your mental, man? You know, especially with the Detroit situation. You got traded, then you get a 10-day, then you get waived, then you got to wait, then you go to the G League. Like, how do you keep that mental, like, high? You know what I mean? Like, especially for guys who want to play pro basketball or, yeah. you know, thinking about go that route. How do you keep your, your mental, man, staying focused, especially with your own personal life? And I don't know if you were dating around that time. Like, how are you able to, like, balance all that? For sure. Um, yeah, I would say, I mean, I talked about earlier, like, I'm, I'm big on my faith. So, you know, just staying grounded um, in my faith and just knowing, like, whatever is supposed to happen is supposed to happen. Like, whatever I'm going through, like, I'm supposed to go through it. And, like, I feel like for me, I've had, like, a lot of adversity, like, throughout my, like, basketball career. Uh, so whenever I go through stuff, I, I almost like now, I kind of like laugh when it happens. Yeah. I'm like, you know, like, almost like, not like why me, but like, yeah. here go again. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's it's about that time of the year when like some adversity, like I ain't had no adversity mm -hmm. in a while. Like it gotta come yeah, around come at some point. Like, yeah. Yeah. so um, just knowing that like, I take adversity as like, not really like a challenge, but it's like an opportunity, you know? Mm -hmm. Cause I feel like um, one of the quotes I like a lot um, it's adversity introduces a man to himself. Mm. So I feel like however you like bounce back from adversity or react to it, like that's who you are and that's what you stand on. So um, I would say just anything I was going through, I kind of just was just, just work, mm. whatever, and the work always gonna prevail. Um, and, and just know whatever you want. Like, I feel like for me personally, like God put a, a vision in my head that no one else knows and, and I'm not gonna like stop until that job's done. Yeah, so that, that's kind of how I feel about that. Can you yeah. share some of the bigger adversities that you've had to face where it really kind of messed with your mental yeah. and what kind of things you did to overcome it? Um, so I would say, like, you know, I was kind of a late bloomer in high school. Um, I didn't get no um, – I didn't get, like, a college offer until my last, like, AAU go-round, like, for my senior year. Mm -hmm. um, I didn't get invited to no camps, like, anything of that nature. Uh, so just seeing all the work – that I put in like with my dad working out, um, traveling, um, AU trip after AU trip and not getting any like um, offers, college offers or nothing. Like obviously that takes a toll on you. And then going into my last AU, um, like, I don't know, like little circuit thing. Mm -hmm. My dad basically kind of sat me down and was like, you know, this kind of like the last go around. Like if you don't do what you need to do, like you gonna go to school for school. And that, that weekend, I don't know what happened. Like I caught my first dunk. Like on somebody, Ooh. I was going crazy. Like I got like fifteen you had offers a chip that on weekend. your shoulder. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was crazy. Fifteen so offers one week. I get like my first, like my first, Jeez. my first day. Like it was started on maybe a Friday. I got like five offers. My first one was from like Northern Colorado, and I was geek like crazy. And I I never forget like the call like when my um uh like AAU coach called and told me, mm -hmm. but I got like five that day. Then like next day like three. Next day, like four. So they all just like started like Sheesh. trickling in. So that was like, I mean, that was kind of like a, a pivotal moment for me, kind of realizing like, okay, I can actually like go to college. Like I'm able to achieve that part now. And now it's like yeah. getting better in college. But um, yeah. I would say another like in college, like um, my junior year, I came off the bench. So my freshman year, I started. Sophomore year started. My uh, junior year, I came off the bench. Um, you're like, what the hell? Like I was. Yeah, like, exactly. That's and when DG came in. 
No, so he was there my sophomore year. My mm-hmm. my junior year, I came off the bench to Scotty. Oh, okay. And uh, Scotty, that's my dude. Like you yeah. know, love him. A uh, great player. Happy for he him. He a bucket too, man. Yeah, for sure. But um, so I I came off the bench my my junior year, and like to start whole preseason, I was averaging twenty and seven. Mm-hmm. And I'm kind of like, damn, like, and obviously I ain't got no problem. Like it's 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 basketball. Like, it ain't nothing personal at all. Like, uh, but I'm like, god dang, like I'm averaging twenty seven coming off the bench, like. I don't know what I'm doing. Like, this is my last go. Like, in my junior year, like, I'm a junior coming off the bench. Mm-hmm. Uh, it ain't looking good. But then I'm kind of like, you know, this it's another obstacle. Like, I just I just told myself, like, I'm not going to worry about it. I never, like, complained, got mm-hmm. mad about it, said anything about it. Like, my mindset was, like, I have a goal in mind, and I'm going to get to it regardless. Like, I just worked and did what I needed to do, uh, was about my business, and, like, that's it. And obviously it ended up working out for me that season. So, yeah. um just like those are a couple of them, but like it's I mean, obviously like he he listed a couple of them in the league, like traded, waved, picked up, waved, picked up, trade like you just gotta keep going. Like the grind never stops. Man, that's crazy, man. And um Damn, I had a question I fucking just blank. My mind just went blank. Jump in when it comes in. Yeah, y'all go ahead. Um I was excited to see that uh you were staying. Yeah. You know Me too. <laughs> yeah, man. I'm just imagining like so the new owner comes in, yeah. you know, Matt Ishbia comes in and he that man changes. had a trigger finger. Yeah. He said, yeah. We're gonna do this now. He hit yeah. the red button. Like yeah. <laughs> Wednesday night, yeah. poo. Yeah. KD's trade. Uh, there's a trade going down. I'm like, yeah. yo, what? You know, yeah. and uh the valley, the entire valley, we we all love Mikhail, you know. Yeah, that's my dad. And Cam Johnson. Yeah, and Cam Johnson, the yeah. twins, you know, as yeah. they're called. Um good guys, yeah. you know, the energy, you could see the energy that man would Lockups, play lockups, start playing. And when Book got hurt, yeah. the 25 games, 2025 games. The opportunity, I'm telling you, bro. Yeah. We talked about it earlier this episode. get a bag. He, people like, oh, he has this? And I was telling I don't know if I told you. I was like. I've always been a Mikhail, fan of Kale. Mikhael was stretching the floor nice. with the threes. Was like that. And he was getting these dunks. And he had this Euro step he, yeah. early, like not even last, a couple of years ago. I'm like, if he just learned from Book or learned on his that mid-range, lo and behold, he had it because yeah. he just pulled it out so and showed everyone. You know. yeah. Yeah, here it is. Yeah. 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 And I was like, dude, that's going to be one of the but nastiest the two-way players. It's the thing that he was saying because, yeah, you role. can do. Exactly. Yep. You play and your you role. step up. That's what. He knows he's capable of all that, but like he said, Book and KD ain't going to watch you dribble nah, and do your absolutely. thing absolutely, and, and, and they shouldn't like, either, yeah. you know? Those guys are yeah. explosive, different, yeah. different. But, yeah. man, we saw Mikhail do that and go over there, got 40 points, got this, yeah. got that. Yeah. Yeah. He, got went, the max, he went crazy. He went crazy. Yeah, they are some good dudes for real. I, I, I respect them a lot because when I first got here on the 10 days, like, obviously it's tough, like, coming to a new team mm-hmm. and they in mid season, like they are, everybody already know everybody. Like mm-hmm. it's almost like you having the first day of school, but you getting there like halfway through the, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I'm yeah. the new dude on the block, but like Mikhail, uh, he definitely made me feel welcome. I remember like the first game I played with him, first game I played with him, like um, obviously he was, everyone was out. So he was like the main dude. He had no problem like swinging the ball to me. He was telling me shoot it like, and Dang. I had a great game. And I was like, man, like, most dudes like that in that position, they getting busy. They not yeah. gonna be trying to like <laughs> ain't no pass. Yeah, yeah. it's like nah, bro. I was that confidence is yeah. everything, yeah. bro. For sure. So and no. other players instilling that confidence in you. Yeah, that means everything. That's yeah. dope. Mikael, a real one for sure. Um, you being it, you being in this situation that you're in now, you know, do, do you feel that? Well, like your friends and like people, like your inner circle, do you feel that people treat you different because of who you are? 
Um, and how do you how do you handle it? For sure, yeah. Not, I mean, so I'm not really. I got a small circle. Mm-hmm. I got like, I got like two best friends, three best friends, and I don't really, I don't really be kicking it with too many people. Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel like that definitely helps. I mean, obviously you got to know your circle, know who you who you should hang with, and know if you hanging with people, just know like the level of, I guess, I don't know, level of the relationship is yeah. like you know what I'm saying. Um, but I know definitely some people. Um, kind of treat me differently yeah but the people that actually know me know that i'm just like i'm the same dude from high school like yeah. it ain't no different like a lot of people will see me now obviously because i'm back home like i'll mm. see him at a restaurant or like driving like they oh what up so, like it's it's the same thing like mm. they're like man i thought you was gonna be like nah bro i'm the same dude in high school <laughs> like, it's, it's it's the same thing but yeah that's, dope, man. that's the beauty of it staying true to yourself you know yeah the adversity like you said you face it mm. and uh what was that quote you said earlier? Adversity Adver- shows a man. Adversity introduces, introduces a, man a man to himself. himself. I like that. Yeah, I, like I like that, that a lot. Once you're introduced, you got to worry about nothing yeah, else. You know who you are. Yeah. Oh, we got to do that game we did with Brett yesterday. Uh, we can. But before we do that game, so we'll, end, we'll end off on it. Yeah. But uh, are the two, three best friends, <laughs> are the two, three best friends you have, like, going back, date back to, like, high school or even before that? Yeah, are they so, team, former teammates of yours or? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so one is from uh, elementary school and one's from college. So, um, yeah, I guess the elementary school one, he, he the same dude that was getting work. By your partner? I saw you last week. And was they, were they with you? No, nah, they wasn't with me. They okay, wasn't okay, with me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, he's, trying to man, he's not trying to expose me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. They wasn't with me. Like, what yeah. up, bro? How you doing, man? But, um, yeah, and then the other one, he I played, um, he was on the team, um, at Vanderbilt um, and college, so yeah, okay. they, they my dudes. All right, seven so to end it off. So we're gonna do this game. Two minutes. We go one minutes. by one where we ask questions and you just got to rapid fire answers. All right, bet. And it could be basketball related. It could be not basketball related. For sure. All right, let me set the timer. How spicy we doing it? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. How Someone thinks I'm funny. Thank, thank you. Thank we you. could go Q first. Oh, me, then, unless right, you, right. you actually, you, you start us off. Yeah, yeah, we'll you, you do this. Right, Jump ball. All right, all right two minutes starts now. Top three point guards. Top three Ooh, point guards. Yeah. Uh, Kyrie, um, Magic Johnson, uh, dang. Steph Curry. Dang, no Westbrook? <laughs> Go. <laughs> Go ahead. He's a two guard. He's a two hey, guard. He's a two guard. Go ahead. Oh, that's me? Yeah, bro. Uh, top. Um, you always running oh, the clock. Gosh. All right, always running the clock. What's your favorite clock. cause, it, bro? What's your favorite Yeah, man. we about to, we about to do two and a half. Two and a half minutes. You just you ran out 20 seconds. I had a pause. <laughs> I watched that 80 for 30 seconds came off the clock. Man, he did this yesterday, bro. All right, start off. <laughs> I have a pause. Get your question now, and then I I'll did. resume. I asked time. it. You what didn't ask it. I did. What was it? Check the tape now. You just said top. No, nah, I, I said your favorite cars. I ain't hear nothing. I ain't hear nothing. Yeah. No cars, you know, say, you know why you didn't hear? He just thought of that on yeah, the spot right now. Yeah. You know why you didn't hear? Why? Because he was talking. He was talking. No, 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 no. Guarantee. Take no lies. Anyways, favorite cars. Favorite. No, no, no. You don't get to ask it. Yeah. Run it back. That's I'm not my question. Run it back. I'm gonna let you have no, the question. Not right back. Start. I hit it. You done messed it up. All right, I hit it. What's your favorite cars? My favorite car, like top three. Yeah. I would say I like the G wagon, Bentley truck. And um, the Rolls Royce. Good choice. Which, which Rolls? Uh, Hold on, you don't get two questions. I want to know what. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. Go ahead. Rafe. There Rafe. we go. Oh, okay. There we go. Full answer. Favorite teammate of all time at any level. <laughs> Favorite teammate of all time at any level. Um, Isaiah Rice. He was uh, my teammate at Vanderbilt. 
Uh, first thing you bought when you got paid? Got paid, like big purchase. Yeah. Uh, big purchase. I bought my mama a house. What? Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. My God. Yeah. All right. Go. What was the first big vacation you wanted to do after you got your signed your contract? Uh, that you actually. Went I went to Turks and Caicos with some of my friends. Yeah. Pancakes or waffles? Pancakes. Favorite pasta? Uh, spicy rigatoni. From where? Carbone. Now you got two Ooh. questions. Well, you <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Your 40 favorite, seconds left. Your favorite brand? Favorite brand? Uh, gallery department. Okay. That's a good choice. Uh, favorite sport, not basketball? Uh... I guess football. I don't really watch nothing else. Okay. 26 uh, seconds. Favorite dunk moment in the, in the NBA. And you got to name the person you dunked on. Dunk moment? <laughs> I guess it would have been, um, I dunked on Willie Cauley-Stein my, my so- second year in the yeah. league in Detroit. We're going to find that clip. Too. <laughs> Go ahead. What's the next big purchase that you're thinking of? Next big purchase? Uh, I don't know. Probably just investing. I ain't trying to spend Smart man. Money. Yeah, just investing. And then 10 seconds left. Last question is... Uh, fuck! Oh, Damn, that's how you gonna end it two mind. minutes, bro. I'm not clutch, bro. Uh, I just go ahead, the go ahead. Reader. In the go same for it. No, I had it. Oh, favorite uh celebrity crush? He had a question. That's favorite it. celebrity crush? No, no, no. We gonna do no, one. No, no, no. Go ahead. No, no. We are gonna do one with you. I ain't gonna lie to you. Back in the day, Stomp the Yard, Megan Good. That was. Oh uh, yeah. That was bad though. All right, Stomp the Yard, Megan Good. bro. I had it. I had it, but I forgot it. It was something related to off off of what you said, and then I got. I don't know, bro. Well, think about it. Not clutch. Go ahead, but the buzzer. That's two minutes. Two minutes overtime. We really been over two minutes because of Q. No, no. If if you didn't take if you didn't take an extra one minute and thirty seconds to be like, hey man, that shit gonna hit me later. Sometimes you hit clutch shots. I'm gonna be thinking about it. I get the whole twenty four seconds. I get the whole twenty four seconds. I might hit that last second three. Twenty four seconds, bro. Then we might get like three questions out. Listen, listen. Sometimes the value of the question matters. Yeah, the timing of the bucket. Yeah. Pace, right. don't push me. Man, I work this, my pace, man. This dude, right? oh, and you man. know that too. <laughs> Saban, well, we really appreciate your time, but Tay always got to, he always oh, ends it off man. with this last I, question. I normally like prep my guests. Well, we normally prep our guests for this. Uh, it's a question we always ask. Who do you think would be a great fit to bring on a podcast? Mm. That's a tough question. It doesn't have to be an athlete. It could be anyone. For sure. Um, we, got, we definitely get your pops on, though. For sure. Yeah. Definitely can. Definitely has some yeah, you can't say that. that. That's automatic. Yeah, that's uh, we were actually thinking at first doing an episode with both of y'all on, but that'd be wild. Crazy. Um, I don't know. That's a tough question. Who I think you should get on the podcast? Um, man, that's a tough one. I'm not too sure. That's a tough one. Think man. on it. Yeah, I'll we'll, think we'll come on back it. to you. Man. I'll see you again. There, there, sure. There's one condition though. Huh. You got to throw us the lob too. All right. Yeah. I got you. Yeah. I got you. I'm trying to think. <laughs> That's a good question. Man. I ain't gonna lie to you. So probably I would say my barber. Mm, okay. My barber, he, you know, he from here um, in South Phoenix, AG's Barbershop. Shout out to him. Um, I said uh, there was an AG's in Chandler. I used to go to yeah, AG's, to go but to the one it's one in Chandler they, too. Yeah, yeah, the Chandler. You gotta go to the South Phoenix one. South Phoenix. Yeah, they they gonna get Shoot. you right. But um, 
Yeah, so I feel like he he a big pillar in the community over there. Does so AGs man, cut you himself? Yeah, AGs yeah. himself. Yeah, we go way back. That's my dude. I mean, he been coming since I was little, and then coming back, I've always been going to him even Dang. with the sons. But um, yeah, he a big pillar in the community over there. I didn't even know um, he still cut hair. I thought he just became like a business owner because yeah, he still be doing yeah. it. Dang. Yeah, he got a lot That's of wisdom. Like, I feel like. Hey, man, we appreciate man. you coming down, taking your time. Dope episode, dope guy. Appreciate it. And y'all stay tuned. We got some hot stuff coming up. Yeah, and we uh, pray that you have a healthy, successful season, man, man, and big things keep coming to you, bro. Appreciate appreciate you, bro. Make sure you like, follow, subscribe, drop comments, tell us what you want to see. Upcoming guests you would love to see on the podcast. And And drink F3 energy. That too. It was very good. Appreciate it. There you go. For sure, buddy. Yep. For sure. Yep.